Hey, everybody. We're back. We've missed you so much here at OJHQ, but the wait is over. We are back in the saddle of the O'Jeremiah Talks. Thanks for coming. This week on the podcast, we talk all about American Honey. It's our new song that releases on Friday. So you can get it on Spotify. You can get it on Apple Music. Anywhere you stream music, it will be available to you this Friday or Thursday at midnight if you are a night owl. So it would mean a lot to us if you shared the song, if you stream the song. That matters to indie bands like us. And we talk all about the song's origins and how it came to be on this week's episode. Uh, If you want the other half of this episode, go to patreon.com where we talk about the HBO Max show Station Eleven. Holy cow, do we love this show. If you haven't watched the show yet, maybe wait, watch the show, and then listen to this episode uh, because there are a ton of spoilers. Um, But it's a great time, and we talk about um, the new Paul Thomas Anderson movie. We talk – it's just – it's a great time over on Patreon, and there's plenty of content over on Patreon if you're into that. Uh, A couple of things, uh, housekeeping things, we're going to be doing the podcast every other week. Uh, We're hoping to get back on the road, and that will be a little bit more manageable for us as we make that transition back to touring life. And uh, we just we want to do this forever. And the way to do that is to create a manageable system. And every other week is kind of where we're at right now. So uh, we look forward to doing that and we will see you every other week. I want it to be you talking on the intro. Yeah. New year. Knew us. No. No. Cancel I, it. I can't get over start how much over it already again. feels exactly like. Can you start over? Yeah. N- New year. New year. We're the same. We are exactly the same. Yeah. I do feel left out. All our friends have COVID. But I feel like we don't get it. You know what I mean? Hey, babe, can you not say stuff like that? Because I really don't want to get it. I don't I, I don't know. I just feel like everybody's got it. It feels like everybody's got invited to the party. We're just but, hanging out regular folks. Babe, that doesn't, that's not a good thing to brag about. I'm not. Bra- I'm, this is the opposite of bragging. Yeah. Well, I hope we don't get it, and I hope that our friends that do have it are well soon. Yes. Never did I start this podcast by being like, I hope everyone is suffering horribly with COVID nineteen. Yeah, I know that. But... It just it's it's sweeping. Um, yeah, I'm over it. Of course, who's not over it? Yeah, no joke. And uh... I, usually the New Year's New Me posts don't don't get my blood don't boiling slap so hard. Yeah, they don't get my blood boiling so much, but. Uh, we're back, you know. It's a phenomenon I still don't understand. You, as a as practicing nutritional therapist practitioner, practicing uh, nutritional maybe, therapy practitioner. I'm not a the, therapist. What is the nutrition thing that makes me have restless leg syndrome? Because I had that last night. It feels like I had a swarm of bees going up and down my legs last night. Ew. Yeah. What is that? Did I, is it? That's disgusting. Is it because I ate all that barbecue? I think it's in my book. Do you want me to go get it? No, not right now. Okay, well, don't ask me questions on a live podcast that I don't know the answer to. Wait, could you go get your book and see? Yes, I okay. feel like a fraud. Go get your book. I got to admit, okay. this is this is my favorite new trick, is that if I'm experiencing anything, yeah. you can go, wait, let me get my book. Wait, really quick. Can you vamp for just a second? Because I want to just make a guess, because eventually I'm going to have all 320 of these symptoms memorized. I love that. But right now, my... My guess, and again, I hope everyone understands this is not me being professional. Like, this is me in a lighthearted setting, but also putting my professional hat on. So Yeah, she wears, she wears a, a black tie and a suit whenever she's doing sessions. She's very serious. She's zero fun. This is not like her 
in NTP mode. Sure. Yes. So hire me. Um, so anyways, vamp for just a second, but you can attest to that my book can is I... not open, and my guess that restless leg syndrome has something to do with mineral deficiency. Can you hold me accountable to that? And I'm going to open, and it's going to take me a couple of minutes, and I need you to vamp hard. I love that. Okay, I will vamp. I can verify that. What were you going to say earlier? Some updates on all things OJ. Um, we are – let's give a van update. It's finished – just kidding. Uh, we have we've been working on the van, which has been really really fun. I've gotten uh, floors done, walls done. Honestly, Thanksgiving until the end of the year was a very productive time for the van. I uh, got lights done. Are you? What was the symptom again? Restless got leg <laughs> syndrome. Um, so the van is uh, almost to phase one, which is what is what's going to get us back on the road. I've got to make a bed that folds up. So that is phase like the next thing I got to do. And then after that, it's plug in a battery and then we are ready to go back on the road again. And for the first time in two and a half years, we are planning a tour, which is very exciting. I don't know if it'll happen because Omicron is a douchebag um, and we are doing our best. But we're hoping to go up to the East Coast in the spring, which feels very exciting to me. Um, what else is new with us? Um, I had restless leg syndrome, but, (laughs) (laughs) but I got over it. Um, I pulled my back out today. Can I talk about that? Since I've been talking about it to you and whining like crazy. Heads up everyone. CrossFit alert. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. Let's start 2022, uh, like a turd. Um, so I was doing deadlifts this morning and I pulled my back out, which to me is the oldest sounding injury you can have whenever you go, And then you can't like, like I've been squirming and bending all day. So yesterday was restless legs. Today is restless back. But is there, how's it going in there? Vampire. Okay. <laughs> um, but don't worry. I, I'm, I'm okay. Uh, I stopped in the right time. I, I listened to my body and my body was saying, I'm about to murder you. Um, another thing that we're super into, I'll go ahead and st- start there. The show Station Eleven. We have been very into, and I think I'm I'm going on the, I'm going on to petition that shows go back to once a week. I cannot handle um, being able to binge anytime I want to. It's too much for me. I need I need boundaries, and this show particularly uh, has been I've been gobbling it up. We are on episode nine, and we started it two days ago. Um. Found it. Okay, you initially said it was mineral deficiency. Mm-hmm. Okay, so read read me what. Thank you. Restless leg syndrome. Confusing because it was under the uh, vitamin need category, but hear me out. I'm not. This is not joking. I'm literally reading this. Restless leg syndrome is a sign of calcium, magnesium, or potassium need with a possible digestive dysfunction that causes a decreased absorption of minerals. Wow. So you're saying how to eat a banana? No. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, what are you saying? Uh, vitamin E and, vi- and folic acid may be needed as a cofactor. So, yeah. So it says that it's a sign of these mineral deficiencies, okay? But the you have to look at the root cause of, like, why are these deficient? Like, why are these not being absorbed? Con- like, considering that you may be or you're probably eating, like, a colorful, nutrient-dense diet. And I would say that we are because we eat the same stuff. Um, but it's saying that there's a possible digestive dysfunction that's causing you not to absorb these minerals because it's, it goes beyond we are what we eat because it's actually, we are what we digest. 
Okay, so do you think maybe drinking six cups of coffee a day or, you know, eating an entire pork butt yesterday could have been a bad choice? Or do you think... Did you drink a lot of coffee yesterday? No, I probably had like three cups. Yeah, it, digestive dysfunction doesn't happen overnight, so it's not just like a one and done, boom, you're going to have restless leg. Does that make sense? It's showing that you probably like have some digestive stuff that you need to get worked out. And we, you and I have already kind of talked through that with other symptoms you, you had last week. Yeah. I, uh, it's hard for me to imagine that, like, you know, because I don't get restless. Like, I grew up and I would have restless leg syndrome, like, randomly. It's hard for me to imagine that it, like, one and done, and it's, like, indicating that something else is wrong. Like, my whole life I've been like, oh, that was just, like, a weird, that happened, you know? Mm-hmm. I can't even remember if it happened seasonally or what, you know? Yeah, it's just, like, an indicator of what's going on. Well, because minerals only make up 4% of your body, and your body cannot make minerals, so you have to obtain them through food, right? Yeah. And so, but if it's only 4%, like, that's not very much, so we we don't technically need a lot of it, but if you're not in good digestive health, like, optimal balance of that, then you're not going to be absorbing all of the nutrients that you need. And magnesium is actually one of the, that's one of the ones that it says that you need. And it's saying that, and, or just like a thing is that magnesium is usually depleted in times of stress. So that's another reason why you might not have enough magnesium in your system. Yeah. Cause we've learned over Christmas that I'm a, I'm a pretty anxious fella. Like we've, um, mm-hmm. we, I, I feel like I've, I've had a couple of panic attacks and yeah, I'm like, I'm just registering stress differently than I used to. And babe, I'm not reading the symptom thing. I didn't mean to worry you. No, I'm not. I mean, I'm not worried. You're not worried. No, I'm, just, I'm not worried. And also it's like, you're not doing anything wrong. It's just like, you're actually already doing some things to improve your digestion that you and I are working on. So I, I feel confident that this won't hap- happen a ton more. No, no. I literally, it literally just happened one time. Like I'm not, I'm not afraid of it by any means. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but isn't that interesting? That is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, Tune in to Aaron's podcast. Uh, Aaron, what is it? What are you going to call it? Have, have you decided yet? I don't know. I'm so... Well, can I also just quick thing? This is not medical advice for anyone. And also, if you do have restless leg syndrome, don't go out and just get some calcium, potassium, and magnesium and pound that sucker. Yeah. Like, you might want to talk to someone first. Because when you said that, my first thing was, I need to eat bananas now. Exactly. Yeah, don't yeah. panic. Like, there's just... No, I think restless leg syndrome is the least panicky thing. Yeah, thank goodness we didn't search like. uh, Yeah, like if I was having heart palpitations, that'd be different, you know. But it was was restless leg syndrome. It was um, nothing. Yeah, so I'm glad that was like a minor like thing that we did. That was fun though. That was just like a little, a little bit of a discovery. Yeah, but you'll be starting your own podcast as you're starting this new uh, era of your life. Which is exciting. I don't know when I'm starting that, though. I can't envision that in my schedule right now. Yeah. I think, I mean, you know, it's just I'm, one of those things that's going to be out there at some point. Like, I think it'll happen in 2022 sometime. Maybe. I don't know. I don't want to yeah, put that I pressure. Yeah, I hope so. I, I'm, I guess I'm only, I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself. I'm only in week two of actually doing this work, and I don't know what my flow is going to be like. I'm busy, though. I'm really busy. Yeah. I'm working probably too much right now, but I think that's normal for the start of a business. Yeah. So we have our first show of the year coming up, which is very exciting. We do We're in Athens, in Athens, Georgia. We're playing on February 10th. And it's also funny. We have a song coming out on Friday 
And you and I have like we have hardly not talked, talked about, about it at all. No. Um, we need it, to plug that sucker. Okay, so we have a new song coming out Friday. It's called uh, American Honey. And uh, it is a song that I wrote probably the first month of quarantine. Like whenever we were all locked inside, it was that weird drunken vacation we were all on. Explain it because whenever you listen to it, it sounds like the alcohol, but really. So the I remember that part of pandemic almost like it was one long vacation. Like it felt very hazy. It felt very dreamlike where it, no one cared what time it was because we all were locked inside doing whatever we were doing anyway. You and I were staying up late. Like our, our schedules were off. We were like we would drink more than we would usually drink. We would eat more garbage than we would usually. It just wasn't a good time for us like health wise, which I think ends up turning into mental health wise. And yeah, we would online shop like crazy, like just because we wanted, we just wanted a package to look forward to. And TBH, that stimulus check, we just said, let's go. Yeah, that's really like we legitimately got the stimulus check and we're like, let's just like order a bunch of stuff. Can I be honest? Like if I'm looking back at all the things that I bought at that time, I think I've gotten rid of a lot of it. Yeah, I can't think of. Yeah, I can't think of many things that I ordered that like we actually needed. Yeah, I'm not you super know? proud of that. Yeah, because we were just so sad and we were using though we were using like flippant purchases to like pad our hurt i think uh, yeah and that's what the song is about the song is is about like putting band-aids over broken bones just to get you to limp home sort of yeah and uh it's also i was reading a ton of murakami at the beginning of pandemic i was reading so and if you don't know murakami it's like really weird dreamlike uh fiction that is like uncomfortable at times like weirdly like it's uh, unreal it's it's like it's magical realism so yeah like all these weird things would happen like um you know a toaster oven would float and all these other things like things that wouldn't happen in real life but it's close enough to where it like it makes sense in the world that you're in like there's you go walk outside and there's two moons or whatever and that's kind of what the beginning of pandemic felt like to me anyway we I was bummed when I wrote it because I was like, oh, I really love this song and it's going to be irrelevant whenever it releases. Oh, my gosh. And, and we're releasing no. it during Omicron and it feels freakishly similar. Yeah. It also helps, I think, that you and I are watching Station Eleven right now because we were brought back to those feelings of the beginning of pandemic. Yeah. Because the beginning of Station Eleven, which is an HBO show, the way, best way I can describe it is the first episode, which tread lightly because it is very triggering what because of what we all went through yes but it's essentially the first episode is pandemic happens and it's what we thought covid was going to be yeah like everyone's a goner yeah and it like ends the earth and the very few people that are left are left to p pick up the pieces which when you're watching the news like we all were that's what we thought was coming down the pipeline. That's why well, we were all to locked be fair, inside. That did happen to a lot of people. You know? No, I know. Like, yeah. you know, we've lost friends. Like, we know people that have, like, that had had really rough times with it. So, like, I'm definitely not discounting it. But the success, like, the survival rate is like 95% or something. Mm -hmm. Whereas in the, show, in the show, they literally said it's 99% death rate. Yes. So it's like the opposite of what we thought 
pandemic was going to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it is exactly what we thought pandemic was going to be. Because at the beginning, when we were watching the news and all these horrible things were coming up, we were like, oh, this is it. It's over. Yeah. And someone wrote a book and we're like, I'm going to make a whole thing about that. But the show itself is absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's really well done. It's very dark, though. Yeah, we're really enjoying it. But the song. Yeah, let's go back. Can I say that? Because one of the main lines is like sipping American honey all night long. And that is a beverage, yes. But I think you're actually referencing the American honey of like Internet shopping. Yeah, I. uh, Which I think is very interesting. Yeah, it's 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 so strange. I've I've thought a lot about capitalism over this pandemic mm-hmm. because um, <laughs> something that like really hurts me is that the the people that are hit the hardest are like small business owners. Yeah, like whenever we would shut the doors and we would make everybody go back inside, I would think like, oh, Amazon loves this because like we're all ordering from Amazon. And, like, the the mom-and-pop shops are, like, closing their doors. Like, all these venues are closing their doors. And that I've just been thinking a lot about that and how, like, I'm not—obviously, uh, I'm not anti-capitalism. It's just the first time I've ever thought about it. Yeah. You know? Like, it's because we grew up, like, proud Americans, blah, 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 blah. But it was the first time I was like, oh, this this system has flaws. And pandemic revealed those flaws to me. Yeah. And when we were on the back porch singing the song to each other— it, I was just like grieving all of these like small businesses and stuff because we were we were all making up the rules as we went. And it just it was just heartbreaking to me. And I wrote this song on our back porch. And at the time, you and I were obsessed with whiskey sours. Yes. And I don't even know if you can call them whiskey sours. It was literally just whiskey on the rocks with um, with lime juice in it, which I don't think is really whiskey sour. But well, it was a. It was a sweet lime, lime juice concentrate thing that was very I wouldn't good. put in our house anymore. Yeah, it was with v- what I know. It was very yeah. good. Um, but I wrote it on our back porch in one swoop. Yeah, which doesn't happen a lot. And it was so funny. I basically encapsulated all the things I thought of pandemic in one song. But it doesn't feel like a pandemic song to me. Yeah, it, it feels like a rock and roll, like fever dream to me. Well, you know. What I'm just now realizing about the song, like, of course, I'm, like, thinking of it in my head, is that, like, music, like, melodically and just musically throughout the whole thing, it kind of has, like, a, um, like, a sad vibe to it in the verses. Yeah. And then the ver- the choruses are way happier and, like, expected and, like, the fun vibe that you want. Yeah. And then it ends out in, like, a sad way. And I've always kind of been like, oh, I wish it would. We can find a way to make it end happy. But if you think about it, it's almost like really true to how pandemic felt. Yeah. And in the choruses, it was almost like a delusional happy. Yeah. And that's what the choruses of the song feel like. I don't know if you meant to do it that way, but I think it's kind of. Do you see what I'm saying? No, I, I definitely see what you're saying. It's it's funny that you say that. Uh, because I always want a big chorus that feels triumphant. I, I'm going for an anthemic chorus at all times. And when I went back to the, I very rarely go back to the verse vibe to end a song. And I think I just really liked the uh, the sad pulsing verse that we had going on. Yeah, it's pretty sad. And it doesn't feel sad unless you're like, oh, it's like more like melancholy rock is what it feels like. It feels kind of dark to me. Yeah. yeah. And I think, 
you know, I didn't realize the damage that I was collecting and also working through as I was writing that song. And my whole life, I've used optimism and music and, you know, my guitar as like coping mechanisms. It was like the band-aid that I would use to get through hard times. And even that wasn't working in pandemic. Yeah. And I think that's, uh, you can hear that in the song. Because like I go to this chorus that feels like, we did it. And then it goes back to, we didn't though. Um, The line in the song that always sticks out to me is a line I would never have written if it wasn't for pandemic is, I don't know where we go when we die, but I know it can't be worse than this. And that's like, that is like the saddest line out of context ever. It is very sad. But And I am like the eternal optimist, but I have definitely gone to those places over pandemic, you know? Yeah. And then it's also like it goes back to that happy place because I need to get there so I can, you know, like when I'm having a sad thing, I need to know that it's going somewhere. It's leading somewhere happier. Yeah. And that's how I process through that stuff. Now I'm like only seeing and hearing that song through the lens of the first episode of Station Eleven. Oh, that's interesting. I do like love I just, that show. Like I love I that show. I picture them in, in that apartment in Chicago or whatever. Yeah. And I I love the the very last chorus when so the the chorus it's also weird to talk about a song that like you can't hear yet, but um at the end of the song it talks about uh you know, I'm dancing up the walls, whatever, and then it's like I'm singing your name all night long. And then it, when I wrote it, I pictured everyone in our apartment complex, like leaning into our apartment and singing along with us because we're all locked in and oh, we're all so kind of sad. going crazy. Yeah. Um, and I just, you know, I've. Well, and we did have some friends sing on it, which is cool. Yeah, we did. And uh, they came over and it was about. So I started. This was the first song that I produced besides. No. So it was Everything is Beautiful. And this was the second song that I produced. Yeah. And I produced it all in our apartment and I did it remotely with musicians that I admire. And I reached out to Aaron Sterling, who is like John Mayer's drummer. And I described to him exactly what I was thinking. I was like, um, I wanted to feel like a disco fever dream in the verses and then a Tom Petty rock and roll song in the chorus. And his email was like one word. It was like, cool. And then mm-hmm. he sent it back and it was exactly, and he did what you wanted. He did exactly what we were talking about. Um, and it, it, the way this song came about was very pandemic because it was all done on the internet, which was a very pandemic-y thing. Yeah. You know, which I think is a cool way to make a song if you if you've never made a song that way. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So that song comes out on Friday. Yeah, I can't. I, we need to post about that. I can't believe that's happening. Yeah. Um, it, there's been, you know, with the New Year's hype and all this other stuff, I've just been like scatterbrained like i feel like the van has been my whole life and i feel like you know you've been doing ntp stuff and i kind of like it because i used to like when we would release a song i'd be like going to the grocery store and like everyone that i passed like they need to know Mm -hmm. you know and it's just now i'm just gonna set it free see what happens this is also one of how many that you've produced on your own it's a great question um four yeah i was gonna say five that's a big deal yeah 2022, man, I do not like saying that year. 2022 is going to be the year of the OJ studio. I have committed to just putting that time in. I I thought a lot about like, oh, in 2022, I want to learn how to play drums or piano or whatever. And then I was like, no, what I really want to learn how to do is play the studio. Yeah, you have resistance to the studio. 
Yeah, and today I I literally just enjoyed every second of it. Yeah, I mean, you work through it. I'm not saying you're not capable of working through it. I'm just saying, like, that's the one thing in your life that you are like, no. <laughs> Sometimes it'll fight you. Yeah, for sure. Internally. Yeah, for sure. I When I read The War of Art, it's when I— it's, Exactly. It's that. You yeah, know, I know. It, that's talking about the studio. <laughs> Since we've been talking about Station Eleven so much, let's talk about it on Patreon. Uh, yeah, Patreon has been awesome. Can I can I talk about Patreon before we go no. off the main? So I've been writing stories that I think yes. are going to be a book. Yes, and uh, I've written, I've posted three of them. One of which was very vulnerable about me peeing in the ocean. <laughs> Yes, that You're was the welcome. first one. I wrote that story on our way back from Miami on my phone. I need some people to confirm that they do that as well because uh, I feel kind of like hot garbage. Yeah, we were – I was scared and we, there was not a public restroom and Aaron was like, hey, uh, let's just go in the ocean. And I – it sounded – You looked at me like I was um, a, just like an otter. It sounded like you saying, why don't we go streaking? Like, that's how foreign that was to yeah. me. But you grew up going to the beach and you're like, I mean, it's all a big toilet. And I just <laughs> and I didn't grow up Nature. going to the beach. So uh, the first story that I wrote was about that. It, but it's like it, it's also about pandemic and it's also about like marriage and it's also about all these other things. Yeah. I wrote one about um, being in football and quitting football. And then I wrote one about what it's like to be touring. And that, that's a very broad way of describing what the stories are actually about. But Right. So you've been releasing those uh, once a month to Patreon. Yeah, on the first you've of also, the month. In the middle of the month, you've been challenging yourself to release a demo that you've produced. And that's been very hard, but very life-giving. Once a month, yeah. Yeah. It takes me probably like, probably like 20 full hours to get one of them like remotely. I know, ready. but it's kind of like whenever I had my blog, it makes you do it. It makes you do it, but it's also, that's where I'm getting my hours in. You know, like I know. if there's 10,000 hours that you have to be a master, I, I'm getting a lot of them from Patreon, which is great. Well, that's great. And um, speaking of, well, yeah, just general vibe is like our podcast. I'm sure you're going to say this at the top. Yeah. Our podcast is every other week now. We're going to do every other week. Mm -hmm. So that way we don't get just overwhelmed by it. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to take like a little vacation mm -hmm. and then we'll come back. We'll do two seasons a year. Okay. I didn't know that part. That's good. Yeah. I mean, cause we said two batches of 10, uh, 10 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. We want to, we want to do the podcast forever and doing it every week just gets, gets tough. We need to, we were trying to look out for ourselves. Yeah. Because as soon as the van is done, we're going to be doing a lot of podcasting from the road. Yeah. And I really want to bring we're our... We're just going to go live 24-7. I really want to bring our I'm vlog back. That's what I want to do. I loved our vlog. I Do you remember, like, whenever we first moved here, we had one of us, like, going to the grocery store? Yeah. I want to do... I, but I think it'd be really fun to have, a like, our van, like, a part of it. Like, I, I think, know. And don't make it like a TV show where, like, once a week, blah, blah, blah. But, like, whenever we do it, it's, like, good, you know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, okay, we're going to jump over to Patreon. Yes. Patreon.com slash OJ. Oh, Jeremiah. Yeah, okay, great. Uh, we'll see you in a minute.